Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and this is another episode of the King's International Spiritual Care University. We are in the third group of basic classes, and this one is called Ancient Healing. Remember I'm telling you about my journey from being a mental health counselor coming all the way over here to help people the Lord's way. Now you're going to hear about, and I'm going to tell you some stories, that I had to see some ancient healing being done that was never taught about or taught in the mental health counseling. When I was on this journey, as you know, on the last one, I was telling you about the ancient power that I ran into. And I went after with everything I had. Now, got on the deliverance team. Why? Because I knew I was drawn to that. Sitting in the strongman class, remember my book, Strongman? That's his name. What is his game? And we would you go through the 17 of them when I was in there on Saturday nights. And on Friday night, my job was to sit in the sanctuary with anywhere from who six to 8,000 people. And I was the only one along with the ushers that would take care of the other guys who showed up, who got agitated, felt this ancient power coming against them. Because when you get out there in this realm of helping people the Lord's way, you're going to have two powers, the ancient power of God and the guy that left got kicked out. Now, one is always more powerful, but the other one doesn't believe it. So in this one about ancient healing, I'm going to tell you about some things. How through words, the power of God, deliverance work, how people became started. I started seeing healing. We would hear testimonies of people that were schizophrenic. Hiding under their covers, can't come out. Well, somebody talked to them, they came to church, got prayer, and were healed. Okay, no medicine, nothing, all changed. That's interesting. How could the power, this ancient God, heal somebody of schizophrenia? I would have people being on the deliverance team, and when they'd come to the altar and they felt suicidal, they called me because I was the one who was trained to deal with the suicide thoughts and things. So I'd pray with them. And what I always did was this. I want to ask you a question. Do you want to live? Yes or no? And I would always get them to say, I choose life. And if they were thinking about or having thoughts about killing somebody else, I would bind those thoughts up because I knew what they were. They were demonic spirits speaking to them, enticing them, bewitching them, vexing them to go and kill somebody. So I would bind them up, which I could do in the sanctuary, and I would get their spirit to choose life, and then I would take it from there. Because typically it's sort of if you show up in the emergency room, you know something may be wrong, but you have no training, no education, you don't know what to do. You relax, you let your guard down, and you let the emergency room people help you. That's how it was for me. I knew what I was doing. So I would take care of the suicide people, the schizophrenics. 
then I told you my one story, I don't know where, where I met a young girl who was there on assignment to follow me out to my car and threaten me if I did not stop praying and loving the Satanist and those in the cult, they were going to kill me. That's weird. Boy, that's not discrimination. I guess that guy on the other side just can't even have you loving his people. Because what was happening is once I studied and I realized the spiritual condition of the spirit, not the soul, but the spirit, my whole viewpoint had to change. I had to look at healing, ancient healing, for the spirit, not the soul. So when I saw these people starting to be touched in their spirit, they could be drawn by this love. They were feeling it. It was more powerful than what they were serving. The attack started. As I've told some people, I have been poisoned in a restaurant. I've been shot at. I have had them in my home and the, the scissors are coming down. Had my tires slashed and then God heals them up. Been almost hit somebody running a red light. Okay? Had to learn. When you start loving people that are in the spirit, that are serving this other guy and have no freedom, they will come. And we sort of see it now when you see in Hong Kong, people saying, we want democracy. And you see the other government, China, the communist government, who kicked God out and democracy out, fighting because they're losing control. And if they lose that place, then maybe the rest of China. And these people, these leaders, so you have a physical thing going on, and there's a spiritual war going on. Two wars and two planes all at the same time. So, on the prayer team, you'd see somebody fall, and they didn't have any joy in their life. They got it. Marriages were healed. There was one guy, he was strange. He was from New York City. He was in this baptismal font. He said, I heard about this place up in New York City, and I heard God was here. So I came down to find him. I'm going, now wait a minute. There's a lot of churches. There's a lot of mosques. There's a lot of temples. There's a lot of stuff in New York. Isn't he there? But I guess not. We would have the prostitutes come in, the gang leaders. They'd come in to try to stop it, and they get touched. Started seeing healing. So now, the next level after the prayer team was the deliverance team. We're going after that ancient spiritual strongmen that are hidden away inside the spirit and soul. I was a weird one. I was moving in discerning of spirits, words and knowledge. I didn't really know what they were. I was making my other teammates jealous because I could see the things. I'd sit right in front of them like I am right now with you, down on a chair, and I'd watch the eyes, look at the hands, and I could sit, just like I see you right now. I sit there with some people, some big guys, and and I would we'd call it schizophrenia. Ooh, boy, you should have seen the hate coming out of those eyes from that thing. I had to learn to look at eyes and watch them dance. 
I had to learn to listen to sounds and watch tongues because sometimes they sneak out like a snake. I had to watch people in praise and worship to see if they're just flesh or was it demonic or was it the power of God. I was having to learn on the job training. So here I am. Uh, this one girl came. Her name was, I think, Dawn. Never knew their last name. She wasn't from here. She had had multiple personalities. She was seeing a psychiatrist. He had able to integrate some of them. Uh, she was in a church, so she must have been saved. And she came there on a Thursday night, and the story was she was going to kill the guy that was preaching. I think his name was Dr. Michael Brown. I wasn't there on Thursday nights. I started staying at home to keep peace because somebody didn't like that. And uh, so they got her in deliverance, and for the month, I was not involved in it. I was in the sanctuary every Friday and Saturday night. I loved it. I was very good at it. I was under authority. I could handle anything. It didn't scare me. I mean, I took guys back, took machetes off of them, knives off of them. I was not frightened by the demons or the person. I knew God's angels and presence. I was a very toughie. I also had ushers, but they weren't to say anything. It was all my, my spirit and my words of binding that had to rule the day, sort of. So this girl comes in and... Uh, when I finally get involved in her deliverance after about a month, uh, I'm sitting there putting oil on her hand because she had an insert. They're covering up the chalkboard so no automatic writing could happen. Got praise and worship doing. Uh, she was a uh, big tall girl, real pretty girl. And um, what happened was I didn't even know what an insert was. Never heard of it. No training on the prayer team, nothing trained in mental health counseling. I had no training in multiple personalities, nothing in satanic ritual abuse and mental health counseling. We're in a pure revival, it's come down here, get the sin out, get touched, okay? So this one lady there said, oh, go buy the book, Rebecca Brown, and I'll show it to you. This is it. He came to set the captives free. This was which she told me to go get. This was where I learned about ancient healing. The story goes, this doctor, who had a lot of health problems, ran into a witch, and they started doing healing. This witch revealed her name was Elaine. I don't think that was her real name. A lot about the spiritual stuff, but with this girl that named Dawn in deliverance, she had multiple personalities. And I would listen to the coordinator. She'd be laying on the floor. And she'd go, Sweetie, you're going to cross over to the little river. And there's Jesus with all the little animals, and you can go. And that personality, whatever it was, sort of walked on the water and was gone. And we kept getting closer and closer and deeper and deeper into her subconscious, into her stuff. And through the book that I just showed you with Rebecca Brown, I learned about healing. There's demonic healing, lambs to the slaughter. Joanna Michelson will tell you that. There's other kinds of healing. Uh, Chinese have a lot of ways, acupuncture, a lot of uh, stuff. 
I had never seen just in the name of Jesus be healed. I had never seen just laying hands on somebody and it be done. I had never really understood, knew nothing about the connection between demonic spirits, strong man, the spirit, the soul, and the physical body with heat, uh, sickness and illness. And I had to learn that. I had to study ancient healing. I had to go back and watch movies. I had to go back and watch the high priest. I had to go watch and learn about humanity because they believed in healing through the ancient powers. And I had to study all the ancient civilizations. But at that time, I had to study occult healings, psychic healings, and how the other side healed so that the person who got healed would believe in that and not in the ancient power of agape love and God. So there's all, I learned there was always two sides competing for your beliefs and your healing. One is because they love you. They don't hurt you. I've had healing three different ways. I've had it instantaneous. I put my hand on my ankle in the name of Jesus be healed. Just like that. Okay, this stuff works. I've had it progressive where I've had to change and my diet, exercise, because, you know, I needed to get those two parts in order, speak words over myself. Then I've had it, God says, you got some bitterness about somebody, you need to change that, and I'll heal you. So healing comes in many different ways. If, he's, if this ancient God of healing is trying to work with you. Some people, you'll hear stories of Islamic people left for dead. They cry out to a God that they don't believe in. He heals them. Then they get saved. He'll use healing to save you. He'll use it to demonstrate the power of his kingdom and his word. If you read a lot in the Hebrew Bible, you'll hear about the kingdom of heaven. And it's come back to earth. And it will demonstrate, it will make new eyes grow. It'll raise the dead, it'll cast out demons, it'll heal the sick, the blind, the lame. It is a powerful, ancient power, ancient healing. So I had to study people that were healers. I had to study words. I had to learn that we make our own selves sometimes sick. We'll use this. My back is killing me. We speak words of death to ourselves, our children. We don't speak healing words. I had to learn about the power of words, that they were containers of life or death, blessings or curses. I had to learn about our ancient ancestors. And their words they have spoken over our lives. Or things they have done and they have dedicated. I'll tell you a story. I think I've told you this. How I learned about me that uh, on my father's side, earthly father's side, some lady had sex with a high priest, got pregnant, wanted the baby, but Satan wanted him. She made a deal. 
to keep the baby, but he could have the firstborn child of hers in four generations. Well, that had to be my brother. They got him. Mentally ill. Now he's gone. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you another. A lot of your leaders, your government people, they have some stuff from the bad side in them, and they're serving them. We kind of all know it. We don't know what to do with it. And I actually have heard this, seen this. I have seen parents dedicate their children to Satan. So upon their death, they will get their spirits in order also for them to get what they want. It's sort of like human trafficking. You sell your own grandkids to get something for you. Could be money, legacy, power, riches, glory, whatever you want. So I've seen that too. And I have seen um, how power of words, they matter. This God that I was beginning to understand and serve, he was a God of speaking. Now, some people don't think he talks anymore, but he does. He's very talkative. Now, you have to train your spirit to listen. And sometimes I had to do a deal with him. I said, look, I'm a very busy person, and I'm thinking all the time. When you want my attention, and I'm busy, just jerk on my spirit like a little kid, you know. And I'll stop doing what I'm doing, and I'll listen to you. A lot of times we hear him talking to us, and we're asleep. Because the physical body and our soul cannot interfere. So I had to learn about healing. What is it? What was sick? In mental health, we say it's a brain disease. you got a genetic disease. There's no cure. Uh, you have uh, wrong concepts, ideas. Okay. So some education, maybe. Some medication. Okay. Maybe some hypnosis, maybe acupuncture, maybe some yoga. Okay. They're trying. They know something's not right. So I had to study all those. And then I had to study the power of the word to us. What is power? What was sick? What was, was it the spirit that was sick? Is the spirit sick? Therefore, the soul is sick, and therefore the physical body. Or did it work the other way? I didn't know when I started. So you do know how many books I had to read from many different people. Christian counselors, psychologists, mental health people, pastors. I'm having to look. I'm having to study bewitchment, spells. I'm having to study demonic healings, demonic sicknesses and illnesses. I had to learn how to diagnose spiritual sicknesses and illnesses. Whew. There was no classes. I just said I was being led topic by topic. But because I knew this is what I was supposed to do, I was willing to study. My life was not normal. I didn't do the normal things. I didn't go to movies, ball games, didn't do anything. Barely went shopping, barely went to work, took care of family and studied and read and prayed and studied. Church six, seven nights a week, studied, 
learn. I was in a hurry. God was waiting for me to grow up. I was fast-tracking myself because he needed me, and I knew that. Now, my story to you is, before I knew that and I get in deliverance, I'm just learning. And I knew I really wasn't called to work with Satanists and witches. The coordinator was. She was very good at it. But something happened to her when we were working with Dawn. She kept um, folders and files on this young girl. She went to some conference and somebody broke into her car and stole them. She got frightened for her and her family. So she said she was never going to work with witches, Satanists, because the story goes they play for keeps. They are very serious people. You ever run into a Taliban? Boko Haram? ISIS? They are serious about their fate. That's what I was up against in the occult. She backed away from working with witches. I was there crying for them. And guess what? I got picked. So sometimes we get where we are because somebody backs away, gets fearful and frightened. And I had this one story. She wasn't trusting God with her children. This one story, I met a lovely lady. Her name was Candy. Candy something. And I get four phone calls in one day. This is about healing. Because I learned reconciliation between this God of love and a person in the occult and witchcraft. There was a big divide. And when they accepted him, a reconnection occurred. A healing was happening. He could now pour in his love and bring healing. But as long as they were separated, it was a little bit hard, okay, to get to. So I knew that. So I get, one day I get these four phone calls from church about this young girl who was in the revival school and she had met this satanic mother at a park with her three kids. She wanted to lead her to the Lord, but she was so frightened. And uh, so she went and talked to her spiritual advisor. And he said, don't you call, don't you call her. Because you know, her people play for keeps. So they called me. So all I did was call her on the phone, asked her a question. I said to her, tell me, here you're a Satan. Oh yeah, I'm very proud of it. She would say she was in the church of Satan. That's sort of like a covering up here, but she's really in the deep stuff. This was just the superficial covering. And uh, I, she said, I saw something in that lady's eyes in the park that I knew I didn't have. I said, what did you see? She said, I saw she had some kind of joy that I knew I didn't have. I have happiness at times, but it can be taken away by the family. That's what they call it. And I knew they, this joy, they couldn't take away. I said, would you like to have the joy? She said, yeah. I said, I'm not the giver of it, and it's not mine, but I know the person who can, and he'd be glad to give it to you. Just say this after me. Boom, she's saved. Next day, I go over there, get her three kids, boom, boom, boom. All done. Go to church, say, she's saved. She believed. Happened. Now, major things happened. She got taken to a meeting. And uh, it wasn't pretty. And uh, I got in trouble at church and all kinds of stuff. 
So the girl that met her in the park came up to me that night on a Friday night in church. So she was so glad. I said, why didn't you call? I was so afraid my husband was out of town. I said, ma'am, excuse me. Is your husband your protector? You fail to test. God is the one who protects you. Not your husband. So out of fear, just like this coordinator, she failed the test. I passed. So I got the assignment to work with these people. And she never worked again with witches and Satanists. She just didn't do it. And uh, so I went deeper and deeper, and as I showed you, I read this book. It's falling apart. I learned a lot. Elaine was so helpful. And Rebecca, she was like me. She was asked a very important question. And I've been there before. God comes and says, look, I want to use you to help reach these people in spiritual captivity, the occult, witches, human trafficking, ISIS, everything, bad stuff. But you'll lose everything you got. You won't be a normal person. You'll, okay? But you'll be right in my perfect will. And I will show myself to you in ways that only this road can show to you. But if you choose to go in the other direction, she was going to be a cancer doctor. I'll bless you in it, but you won't see me and my ancient healing and power like you'd like to unless you go this way. But you'll lose your family, everything, your reputation. She said, I want you and I want to see you. So she chose that. So did I. As soon as she did that, the curtain opened up, and there shows Satan. Now, he didn't show up as he really is. He shows up in a powerful, threatening manifestation of something. If you want to see sort of how he does it, it's go watch The End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you'll see the different changes that he makes. And he said, if you do this, woman, all hell's going to come against you. And the battleground is... Laid out here on earth and the battle lines are gone. And she said, I choose this. And it was rough for her. But her story, I think she's still alive, was powerful. Her and Elaine, how they met. Neither one of them knew nothing. And it got so bad, she prayed to God. She said, how long is this stuff going to end? When is this going to He says, when you learn. So I learned real quick about things. I was never afraid. I, they'd come and outside my yard and they'd be out in the water and they'd be in a bush and I'd go, well, if you talk to me, I'd be glad to talk to you. But they were watching me. I learned they had watchers. They were always looking at me. They were cutting in on the phone lines. I could hear them when they'd come in. Sometimes they'd be quiet. They'd talk through the person that I'm talking to. Sometimes I could feel the demonic. I had, was dealing with human spirits and demonic spirits. All at the same time. I was never afraid. Uh, I knew I was. this is what I was to do. So I had to study ancient healing. But I had to know what brought the sickness. What was sick. I had to study words. I had to study the power of words. I had to study life and death. What did that mean in the spirit? I had to study the ancient demonics. I had to study the strong men and see each one of them had different. I had to know was leukemia a, a spiritual sickness, was cancer a spiritual AIDS. Okay. Then I had to learn in ancient healing 
that my spirit had the power over everything spiritual and earthly because I was a king. Because at the same time, I'm studying the kingdom, rediscovering the kingdom with Miles Monroe in the Bahamas. So I'm getting double stuff at the same time. I have folders and notebooks and books. And as you see, even this book, this is my original book. The pages are falling out. I looked her up on YouTube and Google and all that stuff. I saw that even in this church, Assembly of God, the pastors had her book. Excellent. I was never afraid of the demonics because I knew I had the power. I knew I, this is what I was to do. I had to study healing. I had to study sickness. I had to study diseases. Were they spiritual? Why was somebody physically sick? Was there a spiritual root to that? I had to study the generations, the uh, ancestors. I had to look back into history. I had to learn about the land and its power. I had to read, watch movies over and over and over and over. And uh, I used to watch the Gospel of John every Sunday, three hours, probably about five years. Watch the Jesus of Nazareth movie, the Ten Commandments, the robe, Ben-Hur, just studying, watching, getting visuals, reading true stories about people that had been in it and that come out. Learning about multiple personalities from the abuse, the mind control. I got books about the Illuminati, the names. I know a lot of them and I know who they are. I know their rituals. How about the Bohemian Grove out in California? Skull and Bones. A lot of us think it's just sort of secret societies it is, but it's more than that. I studied the, mo the monarch mind control formula that the Illuminati uses. I had to study Hitler and what they did with the twins. I had to study all of the CIA stuff. I had to study the remote viewers. I had to study all the secret stuff the CIA did with LSD. I had to read and study people who'd come out. I had to know what's going on in the middle of the night when we're sleeping and they're getting up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning getting the car going somewhere. I had to learn about meetings and I had to learn what goes on and I had to learn about sacrifices and death and the list and I had to learn about chosen children and I had to look at the patterns of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob I had to follow Noah all the way to Jesus because this antichrist has come and he's going to have the same genealogy I had to study the 13 that sit around the international Illuminati table I had to know every clan that was in it. I have to be given that knowledge where they sit. I had to understand what Satan is doing, the patterns, what he's developing. He is developing a kingdom of people that serve him spiritually. And he has his taskmasters, the strong men. And he's building what he knew was up in heaven down here. 
And he had it a long time in his control. And he's trying to get it back. He's always fighting. A lot of this stuff we see, it's love against hate. It's control against freedom. And it's a spiritual battle that's going on. So I had to learn about healing. But first I had to learn what made you sick. What was spiritual sickness? Why did we need healing? Was the cross a healing? Was getting saved a healing? I didn't know. Remember, I'm coming out of mental health and it was medication. Maybe biofeedback. Used to be lobotomies. Now it's medication and maybe acupuncture and yoga. And then you just learn to manage it. So I was dealing with the issues of society, governments, life. I had been dealing with it in mental health. And now I have to come over here. And I had to look at everything from a spiritual context. I had to study healing, the ancient ways. I had to go back and study the ancient Egyptians, what they believed. Oh, they believed in these things. How did they get healing? I had to study ancient civilizations. I had to study the Catholics' exorcisms. Great movies got them. The Last Rite, Emily Rose. Some true stories out there about this. Used to watch a guy named Bob Larson. I don't know if he's still on TV. He's a little loud, but... He was trying to go and clean up the church because the church is powerless. It needs a lot of healing. We got pastors that are committing suicide, a lot of pastors in pornography, a lot of pastors that are uh, too much in the world, a lot of pastors that are in error. They don't preach the kingdom. Preach a lot of other messages, but not the kingdom. And it's the kingdom, and that you're a king, and he's a king. It's the only message that Satan's going to come after you. So until the messages produce the healing we need, the church is powerless. But some of us get it. So I wanted to bring this to you. There is an ancient healing, and you have to study it. Because you only need to be healed if you're sick. And you have to study the ancient sicknesses like ignorance what's bewitchment what's darkness what is a spiritual sickness how does it manifest through the soul and the physical body I was learning fast you have to study the occult the witchcraft the spells the candles leaving your body I had to learn to look when I'm talking to somebody in the natural to see and be able to tell if a human spirit from the occult's in that body besides that person or if a demon. And I'll tell you how it works in that world. That's very normal for them. How they start it is when the child is born into this thing, this multi-generational stuff based on their genealogy they know nothing about. They start killing the child and the spirit starts leaving they bring it back so the body starts going then they play games 
and uh, they get used to being out of their body going in other people's bodies and this young lady I think her name was Amanda she became my spiritual daughter was telling me a story about an owl he was a heroin addict and he needed to go into a bad part of town I'm back. Sorry about that. Had a little interruption. Okay, so Miss Amanda and this guy named Alan, they're going into the bad part of town so he could purchase some heroin. But he was a tall, thin man, kind of frightened. So this is what she told me. She takes his spirit out of his body, puts his spirit in her body, and that's Victor. Never knew his last name who works in the mafia and he's Indian to go into Owl's body. So now we got three spirits and two physical bodies. So they walk into this bad part of town because Victor is a mafia guy. Real bad dude. And I actually met him. And he talks through the physical body of Owl to the drug dealers where Owl's spirit is safe inside of Amanda. And she doesn't talk, so this Victor does all the talking through Owl's body. This was normal life for them. I had to learn about it. I would get them on the phone. I would have group conversations with one person, and they'd be switching like this, and I had to know. And then I'd have to be given their names, and sometimes they wouldn't talk. And then every once in a while, a demon would be there, and I had to know it because that's through the discerning of spirits. I was very busy learning about that world of spiritual healing. And I had to have it to help people the Lord's way. So I hope you will take this and begin your studying. A lot of good books out there. Go to a bookstore, look on Amazon, YouTube, a lot of movies. So if you want to help people the Lord's way, a spiritual way, you're going to have to study this stuff going to have to be knowledgeable and unafraid of a lot of things and you're going to run into the ancient power on both sides and you're going to run into demonic sickness and bad stuff you're going to study words and ancestors and culture and religion and all kinds of things you have to be tough because if you back down then the person you're trying to help won't get healed but you have to get past the soul, what you hear coming out of there. You have to get into the spirit. And that's the ancient realm where I had to go, which will go there next when I do another one. Right now I gotta get ready and fix dinner. Hockey tonight or something like that. I don't know, I don't watch it, but that's what I got to do. But I'll try to do these and maybe get them up. So enjoy. In the basic, you start studying ancient healing some part of us is sick if you're helping people the Lord's way you're going to be studying spiritual sickness and illness spiritual healing psychic healing you're going to be studying psychic illnesses word curses then you get into a lot of stuff about trying to keep evil spirits away Oh boy, I used to get catalogs sent to me. It was a form of communication from Isaac, who's in heaven now. He used to have a company, sell the robes and stuff. And they would want to help me. 
you know, all kinds of things. But it was their form of talking to me. And I had to learn how to do that and not be afraid. I had to know who I was working for. And these people were reaching out. Like how many of you could love an ISIS person? Taliban. The communist government. Kim Jong-un. They all have a spirit in there that's tormented and vexed and darkness. It is sick. It's not reconnected. It needs healing. That's where I had to go. I had to go to the dark stuff, the dark places. And I had to know the difference between schizophrenia, hearing voices, was it demons? I had to know. I had to learn to speak to the multiple personality parts. I had to learn to talk to them all. I had to learn how to talk to human spirits through people. It's like I'm doing to you right now. And I'm going to show you power, the ancient power. When you go back, you will feel different. And some things are going to come against you, but you will see an angel with a drawn sword. Hold them off. Some of you will cry because you'll know you're sick and you need healing of some kind. You don't know what. Some of you will be mad like Neil because you've been lying to your whole life. You didn't know the truth, and when you find out the truth, it hurts. But I'm here. You are welcome in my spiritual family. As a child, you may come and sit with me, be with me, and you'll be, come to the garden and just enjoy. Love everybody. Basic class. I don't know what in the world is. I have to put it up on ancient healing. I'll keep going till we move to the next section. Love, Pastor Deborah, and help you get learning so you too can help people the Lord's way.